0: peace light and love thank you for connecting with this pretty mystic vibe the intention here is to encourage uplift and inspire us to look our best feel our best own our power so that we can be our best join me your divine sister pretty priestess on this fascinating exploration Peace, light, and love. Peace, light, and love, family. What it is right now. Your divine sister is on the scene back again. I want to apologize, fam, for last week. That Protect Your Neck episode turned out to be all types of fucked up. And I am so, so, so apologetic for that particular bullshit. Um, equipment was just acting up. That's where it was. And... um However, the podcast ended up coming out um, with, at least I think so. I don't think I, I, I usually go straight to YouTube. And when I noticed that that was all distorted, I'm like, shit, there was something wrong with my camera and everything last week. So it is what it is. Please forgive your sister. I'm working it out. I'm trying to learn technology and I'm navigating this shit the very best that I can. I'm um, be sending out the bat signal this springtime, and then hopefully I can get someone to come and assist me and um getting a lot of shit straightened out that I really want to get perfected. I don't have a lot of the things that I truly dig um as my area expertise, and I like to run my mouth and talk shit, but I have not yet mastered that technology so There it is right there. So let me tell you about some of the shits that I've been working on this week, man. I've been working on this um, room sprays, but I know that's like old shit and everything. But what was this? A couple years ago when I went, I'm trying to think if it was a class priestess, or whatever. But anyway, I've got a hot tip about this bergamot, right? Miss Blue. Told us about this bergamot and how it just raises the vibration and shit, right? So I started, I got me some essential oil, the bergamot essential oil. Threw that in some distilled water, some spring water. I like either of the two. Another really good one is Fiji water for that room spray. You can program Fiji. I like to drink Fiji personally, but you can program that Fiji water. And um, like it hasn't, it, you don't have to clear it. It hasn't been... um contaminated by anyone else's negative stank a dank vibration so um i rocks with that fiji water but anyway i was throwing that bergamot in there probably about that seven eight drops that's usually my thing and then i put some of this Palo santo oil in there and i um got a case of this i got a little small case i found this and you know on my online travels and everything threw a few drops of that up in there shook it up, and I'm going to tell you something, it was like jackass repellent. I sprayed that all up in my office, right? Had that shit going good, and it seemed like it was a sucker-free day after that. So I said, oh, I need to share this with the fam. Get you some of this room spray, just some spring water, a few drops of bergamot essential oil, a few drops of palo santo oil, or just the bergamot itself, rock with that. Another combination that I really like to use with that bergamot too is um, frankincense, of course. Frankincense is just gangster like that, and I rocks with it in a powerful way. And if you have um, a work environment that's hostile, this is something that will absolutely serve you. Or if you just have one of those work environments like I do where people just like to come and just take up space because they can. and they, they don't mean harm, but, you know, I just don't want to be bothered. That will help to clear the air. That will help to clear the air, you know. For some reason, you know, people like to come and hang out with me and hang out the vibe. I got a lot of plants and stuff in my office and this and that, you know what I'm saying? So it feels nice to be in there. I understand. And um, you know, but that's the way it is. But I'm an introvert and I don't want to be bothered. And it is not that I don't love people. I just don't leave me the hell alone. What the hell? Go away. But you know, whatever. Oh, and I'm also working this springtime coming on. I'm trying to upgrade my sex game. Y'all lady getting her shit together for the springtime. Watch when this weather break, right? I've been working with that Don Kwai. I went down to, we got a Chinese food store. Um, here in Pittsburgh called Lotus. And um, I like to go down there. It's in the strip district area of our city. And I like to go down there and I like to grab a lot of their herbs. Sometimes they'll be totally in Chinese or they'll be like under, they'll have it written in Chinese. And then the English translation is not um the one that I'm familiar with. And I remember one of the sisters was um, saying Angelica Root, which was the same thing as Don Quai. I happened to know it at the time when she said that because that's what they were calling the Don Quai at the Chinese. And I'm like, what the hell? And so I had to look that up on my phone. There is no such thing as stupidity with a smartphone at this point in life. No such thing. No such thing. So now I took my um phone. Go, what the fuck is Angelica Root? Because this damn sure looked like Don Quai right here, you know? And so I looked it up, same thing, copped the Angelica Root, kept it moving. And then, um, Red Raspberry. Red Raspberry has been so gangster in my life, um... It has helped to heal and restore me in a mighty and powerful way. And so I just recommend that for overall reproductive health. Another gangster that i got on the shelf is that maca root powder. I was making capsules with it. And then I started running out of them little capsules. And I'm like, what the fuck am I wasting my money for? So now I soldier it up and I'll throw it in a shot glass. And maybe I'll put some water with it or whatever, some juice, something like that. Knocking on back in a shot glass. Ginseng is another one that has definitely put me in a, see that micro root, it helps to raise up my energy levels and it also like gets my mood into, um, it, it, it opens up my mood for adventure. And so does that ginseng. That ginseng gives you that boost of energy, that little energetic boost. Um, another one that I use, listen, and I'm going to tell you something. If you ain't got nothing on deck, especially if you care about your skin health, my friends about your skin health, ladies, get it, get it. I don't know what this looks like for men. So I don't want to tell you to do that. You know, I haven't even tried to get my husband to take any of this to because he's not concerned with his, about his, um, skin as much as I am. Um, but this evening primrose oil. It is a must have. Um, I've been taking them in tablet forms and I'll take them at night. I'll take, um, anywhere from a thousand to 2,000 milligrams at night in tablet forms. They're liquid caps. They look almost like fish oil caplets. Um, I'll take one of those at night and it clears the skin. It is absolutely awesome. Um, it works with, it works in balancing hormones. It works so well for me. It helps me, for me, this is what my experience is. It helps to balance my moods out because I can get kind of shifty sometimes. And, um, but the one thing that I've noticed that stands out above the rest, I had a cat at work that was telling me some other stuff that it can do for my life. And I don't think I, you know, it, this was a while back, so it didn't really sink in. But what I do know, what the takeaway is, is that it will do some wonders for your skin. If you want to brighten your complexion, if you want to clear your skin, if you want to get that dullness out, then you need to be rocking with that, um, even in primrose oil. Then I went and I grabbed me some of the oil form, um, in a container, like a skin oil. So I've been working with that in a mighty and powerful way. And I've been using that as like, um, a skin cream for when I get out of the shower. Primarily, I've been using it to my face. I've been trying to create a facial serum. Um, that's really been beneficial because I've been really like doing a lot of, you know, I got a lot of issues and shit going on you know I'm you know I need y'all to know I'm 45 so this shit right here is real and if you're younger than 45 watch out for shit like this um I get hairs just starting to show up on my chin what the hell man so I went and I got me one of those um the no-nos the electrolysis things and everything and trying to zap them away but that takes time it's slowing it down but it takes time and You know, it's it's, it's just a situation right about now. So I've been using, I've been really creating some facial serums that's going to help to uh, brighten my complexion, to help make sure that I don't have any residual effects from all of the zappage and the pulling and making sure that I don't turn into a man in this bitch. Um, I don't know, y'all, y'all, you know, lift your sister up. Pray for me, y'all. Um. But I, I just, you know, been going through that particular change on that note. um, But that skincare game is definitely getting strong. And these are some effective, all natural tools that I've been rocking with that have really been effective. And no one knows that skin struggle like I know, that skin struggle. Now, even though I might be able to... um clear my complexion up there's there's a lot of other misfortunes that come about you know more than one than just breaking out with acne i promise you that the other thing that i have been really working with is this herb and i know y'all all all hip to it it's called horny goat weed it's also known as epimedium and i've been using these in tea formations i use these for my husband I use them for myself. You have to use these consistently, um, this horny goat weed, in order for it to be effective. Not for me, but I do notice that it takes a couple of days for it to really, really get that effect. And I don't know if it's a placebo effect for me, right? But I feel like, shit, I done drink me some horny goat weed. I'm ready for action. Um, but I will, I will digress and say that um, that's one of those herbs that... For me, it seems to work rapidly, but, you know, you have to try that out yourself. Ginger is another one that goes in the potion. Um, Cinnamon. Cinnamon. These all help to constrict the blood flow and all of that other stuff to get things flowy-o-ing. St. John's Wort. Now, this is one that I haven't seen on too many people's list of herbs for um, sexual enhancement, but I will absolutely recommend St. John's Wort. St. John's Wort is typically given to people for depression. I remember I was introduced to St. John's Wort like long before I really knew um, enough about herbs, but St. John's Wort was one of those herbs that working in the mental health profession, um, is, is something that, you know, it gets explored from time to time. And so I had began taking St. John's wort consistently because they told me you have to take that for 30 days in order to feel the effects. And for me, I don't really experience like seasons of depression, except for, um, um, periods of, of, of feeling, uh, frustrated, angry, annoyed, easily, you know, easily aggravated. And I go through those particular periods and the St. John's Wort helps to really level that off. Now this particular year with 2020, there was a lot of shit going on. had a lot of family turmoil and then fuck the end of the world. It seemed like, Right. Um, St. John's Wort was definitely um, helpful in helping me to navigate. But like I said, I don't know about y'all, but I'm at a point right now where I'm hitting the reset button because I done did so much fucking up in 2020 With all of the shit that was going on, and I'm talking about Rally Burger Hennessy fucking up, you know what I'm saying? Just like really, really coming up. Anything fucked up you can eat that tastes good, I was with that. Any get high, get drunk that I could get without really jamming my life, I was down for it. It was just, you know what I'm saying? It was just, it was just a season of purgatory is what it was for me. Um, Another one is hibiscus. I like hibiscus because I got a tip. Excuse me. I do not have the coronavirus. I got a tip. With this hibiscus to add that into my love baths with the roses and add rose and hibiscus because it makes a more meaningful type of love potion. Now, when you add the hibiscus with the rose, because they know the rose is helping you to connect with more of that sexual type of energy. Um, hisbiscus is it it brings that, that charge of energy of um connected love. You know deeper love than that, you know what I'm saying, even with um the individual that you're with, like a closer a friendship love and a romantic love, it brings a deeper, more meaningful type of love, so it's not just um let me meet this dude and hook up with him, you know what I'm saying that type of you know what I'm saying thing where you know you hook up like that, but this is for more on a deeper and a relationship type of level. you want to add that hibiscus in there, so I figured that if this is going to do so well on an energetic level, why wouldn't it do so well in one of these potions to really try to upgrade the sex game? See, you can bring, well, at least this is my experience. Like I said, I'm doing it differently. Can bring the ordinary mundane aspects of what specific herbs are supposed to do and merge them in with the magical, and bring in some awesome yet potent results. I've been doing that shit for quite some time. Let me see, where's my book at? Right here. With this um, Scott Cunningham's Encyclopedia of, of Magical Herbs. Now, he don't deal with what these herbs are for Um, as far as, um, health wise and holistic health, like he's not coming from that perspective. He's dealing with the straight magical purposes of them. Cause he, you can get the holistic trip in just about any book that's on herbs. They're going to tell you how it's going to help you out medicinally, but he got that magic for you. So when you take these herbs and you combine the two, we talking about some powerful work that's going on. Oh my goodness. Herba Mate, if I'm pronouncing that right. Probably not, but I rocks with that. Somebody dropped me a bag of this, right? And I'm like, what in the hell? They said, but see, there ain't no caffeine in it, but it'll still get you a nice little jolt like you had a little bit of coffee. It's energetic, but it's not the caffeine buzz that have you all jittery. I'm like, say word. So I went got a little bit of it, and it definitely, it was not a cup of coffee, but it definitely, definitely got me through it, held me down. So now, because I'm one of, the, I'm a coffee person in the morning. I don't care. You, you, I, I, I need the coffee in the morning. It's psychological for me. Just the smell of it makes me feel good. And I was at a point where. I needed that coffee so bad. And I would just sit back and drink coffee and drink coffee and drink coffee. And I start, I didn't have coffee for a little bit. And I was getting headaches. Like, what the hell? So you can't go through a little bit of a withdrawal with that. I think I got myself to a place where I can go a couple of days without coffee. Because on the weekends, I'm kind of straight. So I can go without it. But I prefer to have it. You heard so, but that Herba mat, if you're one of those cats trying to leave it alone, that's a really good alternative and it's really good for you. Like it's some feel good shit. Now, what does it do um, on a physical holistic wellness level? I never really dove that deep into it. I did a while back and I forgot. I know it's really good stuff and you can look that shit up, but I do know that it gives you this energetic boost. That's just awesome and second to none. So definitely rock with that. How I tend to fuck this up is that I want to add them all in there. I want all the magic. Not so much because what you end up doing is have something that tastes like shit. So what I've been trying to do, and this is what my biggest flaw is, is once I know how something works and know what it's supposed to do for you, I want all of that shit. And so I end up doing that with just about everything. And so I'm learning to balance with that. That's one of them things that I do. The other thing I've been working on is working that sacral chakra area. I found some old belly dancing um, records and shit. Going with My dad had this old record collection at his house, and I carted a whole bunch of shits home to bring to my record player and get some meditational vibration music in and to get on some of this old school vibe. Like, I got some shit for you in this record collection. Y'all wouldn't believe when I tell you. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. For my peoples this on YouTube. I even got this old Earth Wind and Fire joint. I got all types of shit. Prince. Name it. Earth Wind and Fire. Stevie Wonder. Shaka Khan. Stop it. I'm doing it. I can't believe they wanted to let that go. But, you know, I guess they felt like the albums aren't, you know, they're. I. they're not popular like they were back in the day. It's an old and outdated thing. But I don't know. There's a different type of. A vibe with records. I don't know what that is. I was talking to this dude. He was acting like he was trying to clown for a little bit of time. Like all the popping and this and that and the other. And I realized, you know, we got a surface. You know what I'm saying? A surface thinker. That's what we got. We got a surface thinker on our hands. We can't. We can't let nobody like that. When you run into a person like that, I really want to beseech you, my dear brethren, meet these people right where they are. Meet them where they are. If all they want to talk about is the coronavirus and getting the vaccination, entertain that conversation. Do not dive into the conversation on why you will not get the vaccination if you are one of those individuals that are that's choosing to not get it. It is hard for some people to absorb that. Now, some folks that's on that basic mundane plan, they understand shit. It did come out too quick. Even they get that shit. Even the sleepers get that shit. However, there's some folks that's so married to the system, so connected to what they've been taught. It is so hard for them to let that shit go, and there's nothing it. So meet them right where they're at and connect with the truths that speak to you. It's not about being phony. It's about knowing who you're who you dealing with. That's all that is. But, um, yeah, that belly dancing thing, that's some real live sacral chakra activation, y'all. And I have decided to dedicate at least a half an hour every day... To really working with that energy. And it is awakening some shit up in me like nobody's business. And if I had my husband here, he would let you know about that shit. I'm telling y'all, this work right here is something you need to get with. You better ask somebody. Mm. So, let's talk about the year in review. Hold up. I do have a banger. For the year that I'm thinking. Hold up. Here we go. Hold up. Let me try that. G-Mix, G-Mix for Kings only. Bitch. Right about now. <laughs> G-Mix. Hey, so. Yeah. Snoop Dogg. Oh, that's ho. right. They say you can't spell the West without the ES. Uh-huh. That's right. Real Kings, man. Right, hey, yo, right Uh, 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 that right there was snoop dogg who wants to rock right now the year 2009 i cannot believe it was that long ago i remember when i first heard that i'm like oh this is hot 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 2009 y'all 2009 that's what was jamming at that particular time we already know Barack Obama was elected president regardless of what he did or did not do for the black community he was still the first black president and I don't care what anyone says it is the symbology of seeing a black man a black family in that office at that level of um, as commander-in-chief, priceless. It unlocks minds, believe it or not. Regardless, we can can argue this politic, his politic. However, just the visualization, just being able to see that, to be able to observe a black man as commander-in-chief is a very powerful thing a very 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 powerful thing symbols is a bad motherfucker and that's why that's why you see all of the shit you see on television at this point in time huh symbols yeah bitcoin was created in 2009 it was going down um of course nobody was really trying to deal with it like that but it was created in two thousand nine, now it's the hottest thing going. Hop down. Eleven years later, um, what else? The H one N one was declared a global pandemic. Now I remember when everybody was worried about the H one N one and they wanted you to get vaccinated, inoculated with the with the um flu vaccination. You know, so everybody had to get the flu shot. And you was wrong if you didn't. And they, you know, it was it was, it was was a situation. So here we go again. We got the extreme case of the H1N1 situation going down live and direct right now. Also, the other thing that happened in 2009, Tiger Woods declared that he was leaving golf. Have y'all heard about Tiger Woods? I hope he wasn't taking them damn pills again. I think he was, though, but... I hope he wasn't. I hope the best for him. And I know that there's a lot of us that got a problem with him saying that he was a Cablination, whatever the fuck that means. But we got to have mercy on us as black folks. See, we've been taught to hate ourselves. That's why we worship a God that look like somebody else. I'm going to leave that alone. Anyway. Tsunami in the Samoan Islands was going down. It was going down that particular year. 2009 was a two year. Two, zero, zero, nine. So two plus zero plus zero plus nine is 11. Now, 11 is one of those portals, one of them gateways, 11, but that two energy, right? That's that cooperation and balance energy, right? That unity, that receptive energy and all, you know, that was going on in that particular year. So I wanted to just really just touch base on astrology and how I've been really using that to really catch victory in my life in particular. Um... And navigating these daggone streets out here, family, of course, we already know about like checking the horoscopes and everything for the day. I get the email and I get my daily horoscope and that helped me to kind of see how energetically the day is going to be and all of that. But the other thing, if you don't know what your moon sign is, get yourself a chart reading and find out what your moon sign is because that moon sign is some different shit. The moon sign has to deal with who you are on an emotional level, like who you are, how you feel inside, right? This is more about how you're processing the world that's going on and how you're feeling about that. That particular energy is definitely one of the ones that you want to check out when you navigate in these streets. You want to be on top of that particular energy because when you're at work, when you're out here dealing with folks out here, different energies and everything, you really have to be in a space of emotional mastery. And knowing that moon sign and how the day is affecting that energy is definitely going to help you to do that a lot more effectively and better. The other one, I was just listening to um, someone on YouTube. There's so many cats out there. Shout out to these people out here doing the big work on this YouTube platform um, that talked about that rising, that rising. Um, and apparently how you calculate that, is by the time that you were born. So you find out what your sun sign is. And then by the certain time, there's some grid. You go into Google and everything, and it'll tell you what that is and everything. I was just at an astrology workshop. The terminology is different. So I learned a whole lot of shit at that astrology workshop. And what I'm doing is trying to take that which I learned from the astrology workshop and line it up to the terminology that other people are using because people will tell me about oh the rising sign is this or your moon sign is that and I'm like oh yeah oh yeah how'd you get that what's that all about and then when they start telling me what the energy is about I'm like oh that's the true zodiac oh oh so you know what I'm saying so you gotta you know you gotta kind of get in there and relearn and all of that stuff but um it's all good. It's a lot. It's, it's, it's a lot to process out here. And so me learning about how this astrology energy works and how to navigate that. It's beneficial to learn like everyone's terminology because then you really get immersed in what this energy is all about. So when you're learning a different terminology and you talking about the rising sign and you figure out like how they get that whole thing. And then you find out like what that planetary energy is and how that came up with and about and everything. It starts to transform. The it starts to transform the results of of how you're able to address situations because you're kind of prepared energetically for what's about to happen. Now, it doesn't mean that they'll tell you like, oh, the sky is gonna fall, but they'll tell you about like uh, potential um, fiery tempers, potential um, low frustration tolerance. And being aware of that and knowing what that is will help you to get into a space where, okay, well, maybe I will um, get some teas that's going to help me to get a little bit more grounded. Or maybe I'm going to put on some righteous vibes that's in here, or maybe I'll put my diffuser on and get something Some aromatherapy going on in this particular situation. So, that I can kind of navigate that a little bit better. You see where I'm coming from? So, and then following these energies. I wish that I would have brought. I totally, totally, totally forgot that shit. Which is really unfortunate. But, I had a list of what all of those energies look like. Let's see if I can remember that. Just like going down the list. So, we talk about like the different planetary energies and the different um, Zodiac energies and everything and how they kind of connect and they cross over with each other. That was some shit that used to confuse the shit out of me. Like, what do you mean Jupiter is in Scorpio? And you know what I'm saying? What the hell does that mean? And, or, or or Taurus is in um What is that? Taurus is in in Saturn or some shit like that. Like, what does that mean? Like, how does a Zodiac get into a planet and how does that work in the planetary alignment? Well, I'm not really sure. However, I do know what that energy looks like, right? So when they tell me something like Jupiter, Jupiter is that energy of expansion. Let's go down. Hold up. Let me, let me, let me see if I can remember by going down just by where the planets is at. So let's start with the sun. The sun is that ego energy. That sun is all about how you showing up in this world and, um, How you doing the damn thing out here in this world. How you show up in this world. So, it is all about, your your word for that is action and power. Leo is a fixed sign. It is a fire sign. The other fire signs are, let me see, hold up. The fire signs are Leo, Aries, and Sagittarius. Okay? So, you got your fire signs Okay, that are Leo, Aries, and Sagittarius. You got your water sign, which is Pisces, Cancer, and Scorpio. You got your earth signs that are Capricorn and Taurus and Virgo. And then you got your air signs. That is Aquarius, Gemini, and Libra. So when you're thinking about on the astrological level on the signs, fire, water, earth, and air, the fire is all about passion and what drives you. The water is all about your emotions and everything. The... um. Earth sign is about that manifestation and how it shows up. And the air sign is how you're thinking about things. So I like to usually go in that whole sequence of fire, air, water, earth. What's driving you, what you're thinking about, how you feel about it, how it show up. Those ways like that. Those signs. Now remembering that energy of fire remembering that energy of water, remembering that energy of earth and of air, right? And then bringing it into different planetary energies, right? So let's talk about, what's the first planet? Mercury. Mercury holds a communication energy, right? So let's say that you have a fire sign that's in Mercury, right? Right? So let's say your Mercury was in Leo, right? So then your Mercury, your style of communication, your style of learning and thinking is driven. It's forceful. It's action packed. You know what I'm saying? You bout your shit, baby. You know what I'm saying? If that's where your communication style is. Venus. Let's say that your Venus is in Leo. Another fire sign. Oh, you a beast with it, baby. That's a love energy. Venus is connected to love and beauty and all of that type of vibe, right? Now, can you imagine that with a fire sign? Oh, baby, we talking some passion for you, right? What about a water sign, right? All emotional and lovey-dovey, you know the earth sign, they're going to show you better they can tell you. You know what? I love you, baby, but I ain't going to tell you about it, but I'll buy you a new car. You know what I'm saying? Or the air sign, it's a thinker. They, You know what I'm saying? Make love to my mind, baby. Listen, you know what I'm saying? And a lot, especially the Gemini. Boy, they like that word game, don't they? That Venus, in those particular energies, it'll tell you what that is. So, in moving forward, I'm going to advise you all to study those planets. Know what the element of the each sign is so that you can understand what the energy is. This is going to give you the broadest blueprint so that you can navigate those energies a lot more efficiently, right? So when you know the energy of Aries, which is a little bit more aggressive, more firesome. And then Leo is like that regal leader, ruler type of energy. Two different type of leaders. And then Sagittarius is that teacher type of vibe, right? They coming at you with that knowledge, with that word. They can be a little bit aloof, won't give a damn at the end of the day, but they come in there and they delivering facts and they precise with it, right? Different versions of fire energy different versions of action, different versions of, of, of passion, right? That shows up. Now, when it shows up in different planetary houses, it looks a whole lot different. It looks different on your mercury, your communication level. It looks different on your, um, your Venus, your love energy. Um, It looks different on Mars, that action energy, right? It looks different on Saturn, that discipline and focus. It looks different on Jupiter, that expansion, right? So we get it on how you can take Each of the energies, that Pisces energy, right? Which is all about emotions and being intuitive and all of that other stuff. But then so is cancer on a different level though, to a different degree. And this is why it's good to study these energies. Because once you really get a vibe for how these energies flow, fam, I'm here to tell you, you will be able to navigate so much niggatry. You will not be able to continue yourself, I assure you. So in my conclusion, I wanted to just close it up with a little bit of guidance to go. And when I call it guidance to go, it's not that I have all of this wisdom that's going on out here, but I'm able to gain the wisdom, the wisdom from the signs and symbol, spirit, the most high, God, whatever it is that you want to call it. Always communicating with you. Ancestors, spirit guides, whatever it is you want to say that is communicating with you, let's get it. They working for your highest and greatest good. You call on those that are working towards your highest and greatest good. Let me hold up. Let me back up. Something just... Don't you get out there and just call on any ass energy. You call on energy that's working for your highest and greatest good. Don't get out there talking about some damn universe. Brother Panic had a really good example. That's like sticking your ass out the window and asking anybody to fuck you. That's essentially what you're doing. Please don't do that. But anyway, the signs and symbols that show you the way, signs and symbols. I can do, what, what is that called? I'm, I'm not going to say divination. Yeah, yeah, I guess divination. I can communicate with spirit by riding down the street. Riding down the street. Speed limit, 35. That energy of three is creativity, communication. Know that shit. Five, 35 miles an hour speed limit. And then that number 35, the number eight is all about power, baby. You know, told me about how I'm about to get a quick come up. I'm noticing, you know, because see, no, typically I don't really clock that shit and think about it. This is how you know when spirit is working. When you start becoming open to those signs and symbols, you start to notice. You start to connect with the messages that's all around you. It could be something as simple as seeing somebody wearing something purple and it kind of triggering something in you Why knowing what that energy of purple is all about. This is why being energetic, knowing all this energy is going, it's, just, it's, it's some gangster shit. The signs and symbols that I learned, I was hanging out, with some family members and all. If you know how my family is, let me tell you how we do it. We get it in when we get together. We get down that way. That's how we do it. I have been backing up from all of that. See, that shit no longer... I'm a a avid... Well, I was an avid wine drinker, an avid Hennessy drinker, an avid Patron sipper, and any other niceties that are out there for me to indulge in that, you you know, within, you know, within my limitations... I would happily participate in. No questions about it. So, of course, getting with the family. We topping them off. We getting it in. We doing how we doing it. And um, it was time to go home. I started realizing, first of all, had enough. They live on the other side of town. I live on one side of town. They live on this side of town. So, it was time to go. So, I had my grandchildren, and my children in the car with me. And as I'm going down the street, for whatever reason, instead of turning left, I turned right. And when I went right, I ended up down a very, very dark street. A dark street where I couldn't hardly see my way. And as I was traveling down this dark street, silently praying to myself, oh Lord, I'm under the influence and I really can't see what the hell. And I'm in my new fucking car with my grandbabies and my babies in this car. Oh no. I'm driving down the street. And I start really just like watching the line on the road. And we get to this fork in the road where it's really hard to determine which is the proper way to veer off. The direction that I was going, I knew was to the left. So I veered to the left. And as I veered off to the left, I noticed that there were cars coming my way in my direction. Apparently, I was going down the wrong road. I had to stop my car, back it up in reverse, and go back to the other side of the road and go that way. Because what I thought was an exit taking me off of that street onto the direction that I was going into was actually an off-ramp that was taking you towards the direction that I was coming from. Signs and symbols. So what was my lesson from those signs and symbols? Hmm? Oh, it took me a minute to take that in. So I'm going to review that again. I had my grandchildren and my children in the car with me. I'm going down a dark path. I went down the wrong road that was very destructive, and I had to back up and continue down the dark path until I found the light at the end of the road. Sometimes you got to realize when you're going in the wrong direction. You can't follow folks everywhere. You can't let somebody else tell you the way to go. You got to follow, and you can't continue to go the wrong way because it's a tradition to do so. That was my guidance that I got for that day. And I hope that you catch it faster than I did. Peace and light. (laughs) Peace and light. Peace and love, family. I will check you out again next week, same time, same space. Peace and love.